You know, if you take everything I've accomplished in my entire life and condense it down into one day, it looks decent. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of The Decent Show. We have a special one for you here today because Reagan and I are in person on the same microphone at a rich person's house. So everything is going great. And we have an exciting episode. This is an official Decent Show episode because we're going to be reviewing uh, Good Boys and we're going to talk about some other things as well. So as always, it's Ryan here with Reagan. And Reagan, any just initial thoughts right out of the gate? Uh, yeah, I was just thinking like how many different places we've done this show it's a traveling show. we've done this like and that's the thing is we want to do it on video one day and i'm like what is the set gonna be because we're just gonna like always be in a different place yep. you know because we've done it in tulsa uh we've done it in canyon i think or I think no so. and then we've done it at my house we've done it in this house and then nick's house we did it in oh yeah nick's house yeah <laughs> like, we did it all over the place yeah and then we know uh you technically did it in victor's house too victor's house yeah so we've been everywhere with this podcast uh where were you where were you whenever i was at victor's house I was in I was in I was in the hotel in Colorado. So we've done there too. Colorado, yeah. Colorado. So, so this show has been everywhere. It's going to keep going everywhere. And whenever we do add video, I mean, really, the main thing is that we're in person because it doesn't make we'll sense make other a, ways. Yeah, we'll make a set because if we did a video right now, I mean, we're on a pretty nice couch. We could have the camera just over there. And just be like, yeah, you know. I want to get like a banner or something that just has the, the show's logo. Yeah, in the we background. Could do that. Yeah, let me know. Let me just nice. kind of goes. Uh, anyway, FedEx uh, office now, but. Watching, I watched a lot of like football stuff recently. Um, watching the Texans literally look like the worst team I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. They lost their running back for the rest of the season. The Texans did? Yeah. Uh, Lamar Miller or whatever? Yep, towards ACL. In like the second play of the game. Um, in a preseason game. Yep. Because, so, wait, what's today? Sunday? Yeah. Week one's not today, right? No. We College have... football week one was yesterday, though. Technically, yeah. I mean... They have it's one. The they have, game. Yeah, they have like a prime time game, and then next week will be like all the teams play Saturday, and then the week after that, then the NFL will start. Oh wow! So we still have so a the only teams that have played are Miami and Florida. Yep, that was the only game. That's the only who game. won. Uh, Florida won barely. It was almost an upset. Which yeah, I don't Florida's even know if you can count that as an upset. Not. Like it's it's uh, yeah, one's ranked or the other's not, but they're both like they haven't won. Like so, like how is that? I get that's an upset, but like, what do these preseason rankings even mean? You know? Yeah, it's true. Like, how do you judge that? And those two teams have had such a rivalry. Like, you can almost just forget about the talent that either team has. They're just going to play their hardest, and whoever basically plays harder wins, just because those teams pretty much always give it their best. Because I mean, back when like UT and A and M played each other, it was always competitive. Always, yeah. And, even when UT would be a good team and A and M sucked, like yeah. that was back in those days, and A and M would always give us a fight. I mean, Tech was terrible last year, and they almost beat Oklahoma. And Oklahoma had the number one draft pick. So yeah, and now what's his face is going to Oklahoma. The guy from Jalen Hurts from Alabama is going to Oklahoma. He transferred. Yeah, yep. and that's it, because the guy with the name that I can't pronounce is taking over Ta- Takaluka or whatever. Ta- yeah, Tao Taolu or whatever. He's taking over the starting position yeah. for Alabama. Yeah. So Hurts was like, screw it. Shout out to that line in uh, Hobbs and Shaw where he's like, we're doing the horizontal hula. That was great, right? Yeah, that's a good line. <laughs> that's good. Uh, line. Anyway, that got me like super pumped to watch football stuff, but there wasn't really a ton of football stuff left, so I started watching Hard Knocks. Uh, that was entertaining as on hell. Who, huh? On who? It was on the Raiders. Why was it entertaining as hell? It's just entertaining because it's just like all these people like trying to make it basically, and they're just like working out super hard. And there's like a lot of cussing, and there's always fights that break out. And really, yeah, there's always like fights and practices and stuff. And like the first, 
the first episode is always uh, the team joint practice where two teams practice with each other, and it's almost always a fight. Like it's almost always a fight between, between the two teams. Yeah, and it's never all. It's never not a fight. Basically, like it, it'd be weird if it wasn't. Um, but yeah, that that was entertaining. Then I watched Ballers. Watched a couple of episodes I of need season to catch two. Up on Ballers. I only I finished season one and I never came back to it. And I realized like I was like I was watching last night. I was like, man, this show's so good. Like I could binge the shit out of this show because it's just it's like a better version of Entourage. Honestly, better. Maybe. I don't know about better. I don't know. The thing it's very about, similar. The thing about Entourage is it doesn't age well. Because it's very of the moment and of the time. So it's like talking about all this stuff of like, you know... Like, for instance, they're always comparing Aquaman to like the fake Aquaman. Mm -hmm. But there's now a real Aquaman. And they're always comparing it to Spider-Man, which was the biggest opening ever. Yeah. Which has been like forever ago. And it it just... The way they shoot it is like, at the beginning at least, isn't like... It's weird. It doesn't look Mm -hmm. like HBO quality. It looks like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, okay. Where it's like, why isn't this better? Well, probably just the year that they started the show and then they just kept doing it and it kept... The quality of cameras and stuff probably got better at that time, but I, I get what you're saying too. Because the other thing that throws me off is Turtle is always dressed like Eminem in the early 2000s. Yeah, just he's real. Only, he's only 16 when the show starts. Who? Turtle. He's 16. Yeah, they made him never shave his face, and then they like did all this stuff to make him look older. Wow. Yeah, that's a good actor. Yeah, he fooled me. What's crazy is all those people seem like decent actors, and I've never seen them in anything else. Yeah, you know? like even even just a TV show or something. Cause I'm not saying they should be like big Hollywood stars, but they all like look decent enough, and they all have pretty decent acting jobs. Jeremy Piven's the only one. That's true, but he, and he he's the best character. Yeah, Ari. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's wearing those baggy clothes with the jumpsuits and all that. And it's and it's that hilarious. Stuff, <laughs> it is funny. Yeah. And so I mean, I lived through that time, so I get what you're saying. But at the same time, I can. You just, I'm like, oh yeah, like Spider-Man was big back then, and Aquaman wasn't technically in existence in terms of movies. Like, I know the character existed, but... Regardless of, like, whatever, like, I just, uh, Ballers is basically, like, 75% lifestyle porn, and then it's, like, 25% plot and story that they give me. Like, that's, like, that's all it is. Like, I, I just love how they, they go to shots of, like, all these parties and, like, girls' tits everywhere and just, like, drugs and alcohol <laughs> and, like, people getting shot and all this, like, stupid stuff, and then they'll go to The Rock for, like, and they'll be like... Yeah, I really need to sign him. And then they'll go back to that. Like, that's their, like, little <laughs> second of plot. And then they'll, they'll go back to everybody just partying and dancing. And, like, it's just so much of the episode. But it's still entertaining. It's, like, so entertaining, though. Because yeah. there's... it's a, I don't know. They deal with some, like, really cool stuff. Like, he has, like, a pain addiction. And mm-hmm. he used to be... He actually used to be a football player instead of, I guess, just playing in college. Which yeah. is what The Rock actually did. And they well, only, and he played in the Canadian Football League. That's true. In real life. And they, and they you know, and they always start the episodes with... Um, freaking uh right above it so you know yes it's off to a good start i think it's funny that they still uh start the show with that, that intro like but it works old. i know but it still works i guess um sorry i'm just looking through my notes right now just because i know there's a lot of stuff in here i feel like i had taken some um sports notes and i finally found them but uh what else you've been doing besides the ballers Are you still on, is there more football stuff Nah, no nah, i will i guess i'll lean into this uh we i don't want to like because this is not really going to be a sports episode but uh, Andrew Luck retired yesterday. No, that was like did one of the, the Colts weirdest play things. yesterday. Yeah, so they played and just halfway through the game, it's a preseason game. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yo, I'm walking off the field." No, he didn't play. He wasn't. He had an ankle and calf injury, and he was he was always questionable for week one. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "How long are they going to go without him? When's he going to start playing? Are we going to see him in the preseason?" All these questions. No one was like, "Is he going to retire?" Well, of course, but I just saw the highlights on Twitter of him walking off the field and people booing him, and I was like, what? 
Yeah, well, because they, they were at because no one thought he was going to retire, and then it sort of slipped out. He wanted to do it tomorrow today, I guess. Yeah, and uh, the day of the game, it sort of slipped out, and it was all over Twitter and everybody. So everyone in the stadium found out, and everybody just started taking his jerseys off and like you know crying and stuff, and was like really upset. And then he just basically left. Yeah, uh, like they announced it and all that. And it's like I don't know. It's just really weird. Like, what's your take on it? It's super weird, but I don't really have too much of an interesting take just because, I mean, he is, I feel like he's been injured the last two years. And I think his quote was like, he's like, I keep getting injured, I keep rehabbing, and I keep coming back and getting injured, and it's just over and over again, and I feel like I can't get out of rehab. And I'm, he's like, I'm just, I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, he's like, it's taken my love for the game out. He's like, I, he can't love the game anymore because he's constantly working just to be able to play it. Yeah. And then he doesn't even get to play. So I I get it. Now, granted, it is surprising because he's only 29. It's it's surprising because of that. It's surprising because the I think the the main people are like you got to be like Brady, you got to be like Favre, you got to be like Manning, you got to be like he had the talent. Yeah, they, I mean you have all the talent, but they also play through all these injuries and they play forever. They play for like 10 to 15 seasons to 20 seasons, you know. But also, I mean, I saw some highlights where they were showing what a nice guy he was. That whenever he'd get hit. He'd like tell the guy that him like, hey man, good hit, like good you know, good hit, big yeah. boy, and like all that stuff. And they said he was like the nicest player ever. He was taking some hits. Yeah, he was. And I just, I don't know about Favre. I didn't watch Favre play enough because I was I was young. I watched him play, but I wasn't grasping what was happening. But I just feel like Manning, Brady, like those guys don't really get hit. No, they don't. Very, and if they are gonna get hit, they're so good at avoiding it. Yeah, I understand. And it's he's like a... that young football player mentality. He's just like, man, I'm gonna throw the ball. I'm gonna run it. I'm just gonna make it whatever happened. And that caused him to get hit a lot. I mean, he was. I saw that highlight reel. And even though he's telling the guy good hit, there were some nasty hits in there. Yeah, it's it's definitely a huge contrast. Um, it's just that those other guys played for so long. I guess like that. That's what everyone expects now is people to play forever, especially because the league is getting softer. Yeah. Um, like to speaking of your point on far of like he played in such a there's no helmet to helmet like there's none Rules. of that yeah there's none of the you can't clip a quarterback below the knees so that was there as well um, like all that sort of stuff was like it made the game like way rougher mm-hmm. so but but I, I I just think it's unfortunate that everybody's not everyone but I guess the fans in that building were like so pissed off at him for retiring because it's so abrupt I think if it wasn't so abrupt but I think like. I don't know how you do that. Do you just wait until the beginning of the season? No, I think. I mean, to me, he's he did it before the season started. Yeah. Like if he knew that he isn't going to get healthy again and he doesn't have the will to play, I mean, why waste everyone's time and possibly hurt himself again? Now he's given the team at least, I guess, a chance to move on. Now, granted, the team's probably like, "Yo, what? Like, we don't have any. We don't have a quarterback now." Team's gonna, gonna suck. Team's gonna be awful. Yeah, they're gonna be terrible. But would they really be that much better with him there? Like, they would be, but would they be good enough to do anything of relevance? With him there? Yeah. Like, I'm saying they would be better with him there, but would it really matter in the long run? You in terms know. of playoffs. You never know in the NFL. You never really know because... He's that good? He's really good, and they made it to the second round yeah. last year. And you got to assume the Patriots are falling off at some point. you got to assume maybe that'll happen. Um no team's ever gone to, or only one other team has gone to four straight Super Bowls, so it's probably not going to happen this year. The Chiefs got worse because they lost a couple defensive players. They lost, obviously, uh, Hall. Yep. Uh, maybe Hill. That's still up in the air. I'm not I sure. I thought that the, who's the running back? The running back is Hall. I thought it was Hill. <laughs> Damn it. 
What is it? It's Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. And I think he went to, like, the Browns or something, didn't he? Because he's on, like, a big suspension, and nobody yeah. wanted him. Well, but the other guy, he also, like, beat his wife or something, right? They like, both beat their wives? Basically, yeah. Okay. And, or maybe it was child abuse. But he got, yeah, but he got cleared of it. But I still think that might come back to harm him. Either way, they've lost a lot of talent. Uh, other in the AFC. The Chargers are still probably going to be good. But, again, that's another guy where, like, Phillip Rivers could just fall off the face of a cliff. The, Brown, <laughs> uh, the Steelers got worse. I mean, Steelers got worse. Yeah, they lost Antonio Brown. That's right. And Ben Roethlisberger got another year older. And you, Lily, of course. You don't think that's an addition by subtraction, though? No. In terms of losing Brown? He's too good. He's too good for but that. But the Raiders can't even get him to practice. I, I understand, but I mean, you'd rather have him than not have him, I guess, in terms of skill. Okay. I think his skill outweighs his stupidity, at least for right now. Maybe, not, maybe it'll be like a great move later on, but like. You still want them out there just for the so the defense is like you know preoccupied with them and they can free up the other receivers. You're know. right. Yeah. I, in yeah. My, in my mind, so like, I'm trying to they, find they an old tweet maybe, about Brown too because they got to the AFC Championship game and lost to the Patriots, and then they lost this past year to the Chiefs. Okay. And they play against the Texans, the Jaguars, and the Titans. So like they're they're they have a good shot again in the playoffs. Not anymore. So that's another thing is I think there's no excuses now for the Texans not to make the playoffs. You would think. But what's our backup running back situation? I don't know. That's that's a good point. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. Well, I'm trying to find this tweet on Antonio Brown just because it was really funny. It was like X amount of guys in the NFL have working helmets or something, and Antonio Brown can't seem to find one. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid, dude. I don't understand that. Like, what, get over the stupid helmet thing. I don't get what's the problem with the helmet. He just really likes his helmet, and it's no longer cleared to. To be safe, I guess, or to, I guess, be cleared in the NFL. So he wants to keep that helmet and whatever. Ay, ay, ay. Well, um, I had wanted to ask you about Carmelo. We might just split this into two episodes, honestly, because we can just do, like, two short episodes. Just because I, I do have a few sports things to talk right. about. Because it was Kobe Bryant Day recently and his birthday, I guess, or is that the same day? Kobe Bryant... His birth birthday is eight twenty three, and then eight twenty four is his numbers. Is Mamba Day? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So he gets two birthdays basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, you see his Mamba challenge, which is I did not see. Damn. It. Uh, it's a it's a YouTube video. It's like a minute long or so, and it's of uh, it's animated. It looks like drag. It looks like it's out of Dragon Ball Z. It's pretty cool. Okay. And it's of Kyrie Irving. Like it's all animated. It's of Kyrie Irving playing against Ante de Kumpo. Okay. And they're like playing one on one or whatever, and they're playing in like a super stylized version of basketball. So like he's turning invisible because he's moving so fast and like driving to the hole. Okay. And then uh, like a snake comes out of the corner and it like turns into Kobe basically, and he's like, he like has in each hand he's like, uh, Kyrie, like you've you've proven your worth, but can you get like, or can you achieve greatness? And it's a uh, the MVP trophy, and then it's like. And Giannis, you've proven that you're the best, but can you be a champion? It's like a an NBA final. So he's basically like, get the MVP, win the championship. championship. Yeah, I thought it was two, pretty sick. Yeah, I know it is. And I guess he's been motivating and friends with both of those guys now. He had, because a, he he had a similar Giannis, video last year. He what? He had a similar video last year. Yeah, because he challenged. I didn't see the video, but I saw that he challenged Giannis to win the MVP, and he did that. Uh, he didn't win the ring, so that's the next thing. And then Kyrie's won a ring, but he still hasn't, to me, proven that he can be the most valuable or leader on a team. 
I mean, he did that kind of with the Celtics, but that got really messy for some reason, you know, or we kind of know the reasoning, but it's still, to me, not, like, picture-perfect clear. But basically, I'm hoping that he has a fresh start with the Nets. I'm actually... I, I like Eastern Conference teams because they don't really affect the Rockets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I'm really looking forward to the Nets season and the season after that when they get KD back. Yeah. And then I think Boogie should retire. Same thing with Andrew Luck. Like, I, I think it's to the point where... Of course, Derrick Rose came back instead of Sean Livingston, but still, I don't know. I feel like if Bookie has another injury after this, like if he plans on coming back from this ACL tear and he injures something else, like, I don't know, man. I just give up, but... What do you think about the Lakers getting Dwight Howard? Hilarious. <laughs> uh, they... I, dude, I swear, all these tweets that I liked that are relating to the stuff we're talking about, they're not here, and it's yeah, kind of... dropping the ball recently. All the time. Clutch time. Love it. Um, because they showed a tweet from Dwight Howard back in, like, 2013 when he left the Lakers, and it was like, hey, L.A., like, hopefully I get the chance to make it up to you, uh, you know, thanks, and now he's going back, so, like, that that was kind of, um, Did yeah, here it is, difference? it says right here, I hope I get the chance to, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, April 29, 2013, six years later, he's getting a second chance, um, so that that was interesting. Do you think it'll make a difference? Do you think he'll make a difference? Um, uh, they they pretty much poop on him every time on ESPN <laughs> and uh, or especially on the jump. They ha- I didn't watch the whole video, but the title told me everything I needed to know because I've already heard Winhorst like rant about this before. But basically, every year or every time Dwight gets on a new team, which is almost the same now because it seems like he's on a new team every year, is he's always like, "Yep, I've got it figured out now." It's like you've done this eight times now. You're pretty much like out of your prime like what have you figured out like if you couldn't figure it out in your prime when you were like really good and like very relevant like what have you figured out now we had this argument the other night uh who jordan maybe not the argument but to me like when a guy goes to, from team to team to team to team to team like it really hurts his legacy mm-hmm. even if he's playing to the same level i feel like if he had just stayed with i don't know uh, the rockets or i guess the bobcats like, if he had just stayed and not gone to 10 different teams in his career and just played it out, even though he wouldn't have been in the limelight as much, it would have looked better yeah. than just hopping all around. Because, like, no one wants him. Like, he's not. Even, he's signed to this contract that's not even guaranteed. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing is is it seems like it's coming down to his work ethic. And Which is stupid. Because <laughs> he's in great shape, so I guess he has no problem going to the gym or he's genetically gifted or both. But it sounds like he's just never worked on his game. Yeah. It, just, it sounds like he's never taken the steps to get better at all the things he needs to get better at in terms of, not that he needs to be a point guard, but I mean Shaq could dribble, you know, and Shaq had some post moves. To me, Dwight's pretty weak in the post. He can't really dribble. He's not a great passer. He apparently, according to Steve Nash, when he was on the Lakers the first time, refused to do the pick and roll, which when you're a big man that can't do any of the stuff that I just <laughs> said, you need to do the pick and roll. So... If he's not willing to do those things and just get better touch all around the court, I mean the other thing too is like he needs to be able to. Hit, I think he's finally shooting a little bit now, yeah. which is really ugly. But he's like making some of them now. Right. He, I guess he's finally added that to his game. But yeah, if he can't make an open mid ranger, what's the point? What is the point? Yeah, and even playing he's basketball gone in January. Really, yeah. I could see it. It just depends because if he's willing to do the pick and roll, he'll be fine. That's really what it comes down to because. The Lakers have enough talent to where he's just got to stop some guys from scoring and make a few dunks. He could be, you know, what Tyson Chandler's been for the last, like, five years, ten years. Mm. 
You know, he could just be a solid guy that's replacing whoever, you know, Boogie in this instance. Mm -hmm. Or your backup center. Because I, I guess he would start, but at the same time, I don't know if you really want to start Davis and Howard. I'd just have Howard coming off the bench. Uh, I don't, I don't think Davis likes playing center, but he has better stats at center. I don't know. I, I was just thinking, like, you got Rondo and you got LeBron and you don't really have any, like, stability in the coaching area and you got... They have, like, ten assistant coaches now. They have Frank yeah, exactly. Vogel, head coach, Jason Kidd and Tyron Lue, assistant coaches. So he's got three head coaches, basically. Yeah. And then you got LeBron, so you have four now. Yeah, and then you got... I don't know how Anthony Davis is. He kind of seems a little sketchy, honestly, just the way he wanted to leave New Orleans so bad and he just, like, was... You know, he was... The, the whole thing with him, like, not in the highlight reel and all that when he yeah. left. Like, it just seemed like kind of a rough... Like, you got a lot of sketchiness around there, and then Dwight isn't the most stable anyway. And, like, I, I feel like if you're going to have that big of a problem with Kobe, you're going to probably have a pretty big problem with LeBron. Because LeBron's pretty motivated as well. It's like Davis is going to have a problem with him? No, no. Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard. Yeah, yeah, because... Like, Kobe wanted to get back to the championship. He wanted to get to the finals again, basically. Like, he was still pushing for that. And LeBron's basically in the same place he is in his career. Only he's even more adamant about it because he's going to all these different teams and he's making all these different moves and he's demanding all these different things. So you know he's he needs it basically. Yeah. And Dwight's not gonna like that. And I don't feel like there's gonna be anyone to sort of calm that tension. But if anybody like And he's not gonna deliver. So if I'm anybody like, needs yeah. redemption in a ring though, it's Dwight. Yeah. Hopefully LeBron can buckle him down and of no, course I don't want the Lakers. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Sorry. In the if you're a Lakers fan, yeah. excuse me. You know, hopefully they somehow work it out and Dwight plays decent. I mean, he really, like, with Davis there and Kuzma and the team that they have, I mean, you really only need Dwight to put in, like, 20 minutes a game. And, you know, yeah. Max, it's not like he has to be a pivotal role. Because, uh, I mean, you know Boogie wasn't going to be a pivotal role with just the way he's been injured. It's not like Boogie was going to be playing a ton of minutes, so Dwight doesn't really need to. They just need somebody. And the other thing, to the point of that, uh, to the point of Dwight, the Lakers, LeBron, all that. Like, what are your thoughts on Carmelo? I had an argument with a guy the other day about Carmelo, and I seen some tweets about like, if LeBron's really friends with Carmelo, like, why the hell are they on board with taking Dwight? But like, they nobody wants to have Carmelo because no one wants Carmelo. He doesn't have any value. Dwight does. Yeah, he's a big body. I guess he can get. They want they want him for is just defensive presence and rebounding is apparently what they've said. And that's he'll give you that because he he's going to be hard to score. He's going to clog up the paint on defense. Okay. And he's going to get the boards, and he's going to be just another big body who can get thrown in there because a, a banged up Boogie Cousins and a like Dwight Howard right now are basically the same. I mean, they're not like yeah. drastically different, so they're just trying to fill that role. Whereas Carmelo, he doesn't play the post; he's a wing or whatever. And I feel like he, every time we hear about him, he's always a ball hog, and he just. And he's washed up too. Like he's washed up. It's over. Like age is caught up to him. It's over. Like he can't play anymore. Yeah. And he's been out of the game for a whole year. He has, but I mean, like I know it's not the same. But I'm tired of seeing highlights of him tearing people up at Lifetime, and like NBA players that he's playing pickup games with NBA players, and he's torching them. Yeah. Now I know it's pickup. The defense is not the same. It's all one on one, whatever. But still, and then the tweet that I was looking for. Um, 
Ball is Life tweeted, there's a guy being interviewed, I don't know who this guy is, but uh, it says, LeBron is walking around like he's the face and voice of the players, and he's letting his banana boat brother hang out there in the wings, and they go sign Jared Dudley. If anybody thinks Dudley can hold Carmelo's jockstrap, I'll slap him. And that was a quote by Royce White. What are your thoughts on that? That's To me, that's a better point. I get what you're saying about the Dwight stuff, but like they have Jared Dudley. Is Jared Dudley really better than Carmelo? I mean, could they not at least do the same things? Like, yeah. is Jared Dudley going to be a potential Hall of Famer? Because Carmelo is. I'm not saying Carmelo's guaranteed, but he's at least talked about it. But everybody gets in the NBA Hall of Fame. Not Jared Dudley. Everyone. Everyone, everyone who... Sells jerseys. Yeah, everyone who sells jerseys gets in there. So, but but, but like, it just makes to me. And then Patrick Beverly like quoted the tweet and he put he said nothing wrong. Hashtag no cap, which is what cool kids are saying for I guess no bullshit or whatever. Whoa, no cap, no cap. <laughs> what a revolutionary phrase. Yeah, no cap on God. I, I don't know. It's yeah. just I, I don't know what LeBron's thinking because I don't think he's thinking this. But I would be like, do we really want another dramatic ball hog? You know, like but problem in the locker room. They're supposed to be friends. You'd think you'd be like, hey, Carmelo, you know how you play in the Olympics? Like, do that. Be unselfish and shoot the lights out. You would think. You would think, but I, I just... I, I'm not convinced Carmelo can play at all. <laughs> I'm just not. Because no one wanted him, and he's out for a whole year. You know? So he's even... In, he's even he's guaranteed to be in worse shape. Like He's guaranteed. There's no way he's not. Yeah. He's not in game shape. And maybe his shot's still wet and all that other stuff, but if he's not in good shape, he can't get up the court and he can't create space for himself, like, he's just going to be another person that's there. I guess, yeah, LeBron should probably pick him up, but, like, how much money is he wanting? That well, might be technically, good. he's making zero right now, so I feel like he would take anything, take right? Anything. That's another guy who needs a ring. Yeah, Carmelo definitely needs one. But he uh, won't get it. Uh, No, probably not. The... Is he playing this season? Do you think he's playing this season? Who? Carmelo. No. Exactly. If he hasn't been signed already, then no. But to me, you would think that he would change his ways based on the fact that he hasn't been playing, and you would think that another team would need him or talk to him, just something. Like, I don't know. A guy that can score like that, to me, always has value. You just have to be able... He has to be willing to be coached and score the way that the team needs him to score. See, I don't think he is, and I don't think they have the coaching to get there. So they don't have either portion. Like, they're not going to meet in the middle because yeah. neither side is moving. Yeah, because they showed a lot in Lifetime, his Lifetime footage. I mean, like, they're just showing a lot of him posting guys up and just hitting these turnaround jump shots. And, like, that's just not the NBA anymore. No. I mean, granted, yeah, you might put LeBron on the post. Like, if there's a mismatch, they'll post somebody up. And, you know, Carmelo can post somebody Your up. back is his... rarely to the basket in the NBA. Exactly. It's very rare. Um, but at the same time, like, I, you know you know who I think could use him? I think a team like Portland could use him. You mm -hmm. know, because without, besides, they need somebody to score the ball besides Dame and CJ. Yeah. And to me, he would be a good fit for them. Uh, and teams like that, teams that have like one or two good guys, but they just need somebody else to kind of take the pressure off them, somebody that can score uh, when those guys are resting or one of them's resting, and somebody that can also potentially close a game. Like if the game is super slowed down and you need a back to the a back to the basket bucket, you could give it to Carmelo. See, I think that Carmelo can still score. I just don't think he can still demand respect or like have create space on the floor because I don't think I don't think he's fast enough or in good, good enough shape or, or I feel like whoever's defending him 
I know the de- defense in the NBA is weak, but like whoever's, def- whoever's defending him is like you're not getting by me because I'm faster than you. I still go with the Jared Dudley example. Who is Jared Dudley getting by? No one, but exactly. he's not. He's not a problem either. I guess. I mean, he is a good locker room guy, but. I don't know. It's very interesting, but we'll get off Carmelo. Does Jared um, Dudley have other accolades outside of scoring? Jared Dudley barely even scores. So is he good at other things? Well, I don't know why they're taking him. He's they li- shouldn't take either. <laughs> How about that? I mean, Jared Dudley is like basically the most bench role player in the history. I mean, he can technically do a little bit of any, everything because he's an NBA player, but he's not. they're not like, man... Thank God we got Jared. Now we're a great three-point shooting team, or now we're a great defensive team, or yeah. man, we got endless ball handling. Like nobody's saying that because Jared Dudley's on the team. I wonder if Carmelo's just asking for too much money. Maybe I feel like he's not asking for any money. I think he's just asking to play because he's not ready to retire. Um, which to me says something, but oh well. Who do you think the NBA equivalent is of Andrew Luck? Like who, if they retired tomorrow? Who would be the equivalent of them? Oh, I would have been Derek Rose or Boogie for me. I can't think of anybody else that's been injured as much in recent memory. Hmm, I don't know. What I about you? I think about that. I don't know. Because I wanted to say Kyrie for a minute. Like It would be really ridiculous if he retired, but at the same time he's had so many injuries that I can believe it. But he's also won a championship, so he's kind of proven himself. Yeah. And he's also been in the MVP hunt, I guess. Yeah. Real quick, back to Andrew Luck, because I found these two tweets here. So... Says despite the fact they could have recouped 24.8 million from their former quarterback, the Colts have already reached a financial settlement with Andrew Luck in which they will not take back any of the money they are owed. So I guess it says they're giving him 24 million, basically. Huh? Like they could take it back, but they're like, nah, man, you keep it. That's good. Then the very next tweet: Andrew Luck is giving up 58.1 million dollars in future money by retiring. So it's like he's getting 24 mil, but there's like 58 on the table. Here's the thing. Having just watched Ballers, um, I feel like all this money would really be helpful. But, like, the dude's married, and he's, you know, he's kind of a white goober. Like, he's not like, you know, Antonio Brown. Like, he's not living that lifestyle where he's going to Miami all the time and doing all these cars and, you know, drinks and boats and all these vacations and all that stuff. So, like, he's got, like, hundreds of millions of dollars, I bet. And just, I mean, he's got a lot of sponsors. Hopefully, I feel. he invested smartly. Yeah, I feel like he had a lot of sponsor spots as well. Um, so I feel like he's he's fine money wise, and I feel like everyone, the Colts, not wanting that money back and all that stuff. I think everyone knows, including him, that like he really wants to play. He just can't. Like he really just can't do it. Like I feel like if there was any way he could play, he would do it. Yeah. And I feel like the the Colts are doing a nice move there by. Letting um, him keep some. Letting him keep that money because I think they realized that, like, yeah, this dude really wanted to play. It's not like he wanted to screw you all over or anything. Yeah. And I feel like the I feel like the fans kind of helped Luck get that money, too, because I feel like just the negative reception that the Colts, like, have now, I think they're trying to get rid of that, basically. So, like, I don't... If they booed the other day, I don't know if they would necessarily let him keep all that money. Probably not. I don't, well, maybe, like maybe not. Move. I, think, I think either way. I mean, if they... If they praised him and applauded him, they would give him the money for that reason. They're like, yeah, man, our fans loved him. We loved him. So sad to see him go. Here's the money. And then they they booed him, and they're like, well, we feel bad about them booing him. Here's the money. I feel like either way, he gets the money. Is he a bust? No. No, I don't think so. Because he, he was a great player the whole time he was growing up. He was a great player pretty much the whole time in the NFL. I mean, he just got hit a lot, and he just couldn't recover. 
I mean, I, I, every hit I watched him take, I mean, he's landing on his shoulder. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I have right shoulder problems, and I'm not a professional athlete. All I've done is work out and bowl. And because <laughs> of those two things, like, my right shoulder, I'll probably have to have surgery on it someday. Yeah. Like, maybe not super soon, but, like, I can just feel it. Like, I, I can constantly feel my right shoulder, and my left is just like anything else. Yeah, you say, yeah, it's good. Like, you don't feel it. You don't think about it. Hmm. But, yeah, a lot of a lot of fellow athletes uh, reached out and supported Luck. A lot of guys were like, yo, it's disgusting that they would boo him and not respect the man. Yeah, that's stupid. We support you. And, um, and even, like, guys like Donovan Mitchell, you know, a basketball player. And, uh, I mean, Des Bryant uh, had a tweet as well but uh yeah i think it's i think it's crazy that he's gone but at the same time i think the main reason why i even liked him is just the fact that he's technically from houston but uh stafford specifically but yeah you know other than that i'm not a huge fan of the colts or him because we have to play them all the time yeah and they went right from manning to luck it's like can we get a break yeah right <laughs> oh man i can't find any of these things <laughs> Dynamite. Yeah, because there was like a, an NBA what if. Like, it was these two different teams, and there was like endless comments on which team would win, and I was trying to pull up what those teams were, and mm. I can't find it. Mm. Anything else on sports, I guess? I don't have anything, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. We're in that weird space where football hasn't really started yet, and. Baseball's still going. Baseball's still going, and you... I don't know. I just don't give a shit about basketball, like, right now. Like, it's just too hard. Team USA lost, uh, I guess, against Australia the other day. So, weren't we watching them play Australia at your house? Yeah. Did they end up losing that game, or oh, did they, they, they play them again? again? I guess. Okay. So, apparently, they had won 78 straight, and that was their first loss since, like, 06. I believe it. They've got no one out there. I mean, they don't have... They don't have the teams they usually have, and it really doesn't matter, because it's not the Olympics, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't know. It, it's not, it'd be nice to win, but I guess everybody's just sort of like, why would I play? Why would I hoop some more in the summer and be like, you know, tired for the season? Yeah. When it's not even, you know, for medal or anything. That's true, but I don't know. Country pride, and then I guess it's also good because the Celtics are basically, as long as everyone stays healthy, and I hope they do, um, the Celtics are getting like really good like chemistry building right now with Kemba, Tatum, and Brown all playing USA together. I feel like that behooves the Celtics. It allows them to basically get free experience playing high level basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, great. I know the competition is isn't as good as the NBA, but it's as close as they're going to get right now. So I think that behooves the Celtics to, uh, for that to be happening. And then back to football because I I did realize that uh, part of my all day fun yesterday was recording football games. And I figured out why we're recording little kids' football games. Mm-hmm. And that's because it's for the KD Football League. Mm-hmm. It's like literally KYF, KD Youth Football, yeah. which is basically the most, as far as I know, I mean, I think maybe there's a lot of leagues in Houston that probably have super competitive youth leagues. But yeah, KD Youth Football is like super competitive uh, football. I remember when I played football as a kid, our first week was against like a KD team. And, like, we showed up and there was an ambulance on the field. Wow. Like, and I was in fourth grade. Like, so kids are getting lit up. And um, I, I showed up to the games and just endless tents, endless parents. Every team had five coaches and a set of cheerleaders. I'm not even exaggerating. I was like, dude, what is this? I was like, these are kids. Like, these some of these kids, they probably fourth grade. Like, it was anywhere from fourth to sixth grade. Some tiny-ass kids out there. Now, granted, you had a few big ones, obviously. 
But like, so many little kids, and none of them. It looked like none of them wanted to play. Like, it's all the parents and coaches that are like, "Yeah, get some, hit somebody." Like, literally, the coach on the other team. I was like, uh, the whole field away from this guy, and I could literally hear him screaming, "Pop them in the mouth!" them in the mouth <laughs> and I just wanted to like look down at the like coaches below me and be like hey they're gonna try to pop your guys in the mouth I don't know if you knew that or not like just screaming and um, every time a kid had to like come off the field like they're doing a switch right mm-hmm. and so the switch gets set up with the coach sitting on the sideline and he'll be like oh there was a McFarlane or like Seth McFarlane, but right. his name was just McFarlane. I don't know his first name. <laughs> and so he kept yelling. He's like, McFarlane, McFarlane, get over here. And like the kid like is walking there. Like he looks scared. I can't see his face because of the helmet, but like you can just tell by his walk, he's not like super eager to get over there. Yeah, of course. So he's like walking in the coach. He's like, run, run. And the kid like does a light jog. <laughs> and he and then the kid finally gets there and he's like, okay, go in there and check in for Johnson. And, like, you know, he kind of, like, light jogs out on the field, and he, like, looks at Johnson and, like, does that. And then Johnson, like, sprints, dude. Like, all the kids coming out of the game, full-on sprint. Like, the coaches want them to. But anytime anything else is happening, there is no running. Like, they got to move downfield, or they got to check into the game. All the kids are, like, mopey and walking. And the second it's, like, time to come out of the game, they're like, yeah, like, I can't wait. <laughs> like, I don't have to play anymore. That's terrible. It is pretty sad. And there was, apparently, this is what happened. So there was this kid, it was the third game I had done, and this coach, these coaches were the loudest and the craziest compared to the other two games. And apparently the coach had looked at one of the kids and was, like, check into the game. And the kid was like, nah, I'm good. <sighs> And the coach's like, you don't want to play? You want to play? Go sit on the bench then. Get out of here. Get out of my face. Ugh. And they were like, one of the other coaches was like, whatever. He's like, you don't want to play. He's fucking, you know, he's like, <laughs> he's like doing everything he can, like, not to cuss. He's like saying, like, you know, good lord. You know, he's like doing everything he can not to cuss. Like, just yelling at this kid for not wanting to play. And I guess the kid that he picked to replace the kid that didn't want to play also said, nah, I'm good. He's like, I got two Giants that don't want to play. Their team names are Giants. Two Giants that don't want to play. Get out of here. Then go sit on the bench. And they go sit down, and they're both crying. And like two seconds later, another coach walks up to him and goes, hey, man, what's going on? What's going on? You want to play? Coach tells you to play. You play, right? You want to play football? I mean, what are we here for? And then he's like, stop crying. Stop crying. Stop crying. (laughs) And then, like, the kids go back to the sideline. I was just like, that was so intense. And, like, nothing happened. And then, like, if they ever did a good play, like, they'd come back and be like, man, I'm really proud of you. And it's like, you just cussed out this kid, like, 20... There was there was an Indian kid. Um, really? Uh, or, you know what I mean? He was... I'm trying to say this non-offensively, but basically... <laughs> like, he was a nice kid. His dad seemed nice. Um... I'll just go with Indian, uh, Eastern Eastern Asia. He was basically yeah. brown, and um, I've never seen them play football. Yeah, you know, it's uh, very interesting. And so this kid, I think he was like a defensive end because uh, he was bigger. And anytime they would bust off a big run play, the other team, they would blame it on him. His name was Yusuf. They yelled his name all day. They're like, "Fucking Yusuf! He's going in tight, and they're going wide, and he's just let them go, Yusuf!" And then, like, Yusuf would get a tackle, and they'd be like, yes, Yusuf, you're the best! And then, like, everybody's patting him on the back, he's, like, the hero, and then the next drive, he's the worst player out there. 
Like, just every time, dude. It was so annoying. I felt so bad for him. And his dad is, like, the water guy. Like, he's one of the water parents. So he's, like, in the action. He can hear all of this. But it was whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Basically, just I thought KD Youth Football was really wild. And once again, dude, there is never a shortage of hot moms. Like, it is so... Insane, Part dude. Of the I, job. I gotta figure. Dude, I love this job. I gotta figure out which moms are single because there are so many, so many good ones. Well, I'm glad we got around to that. Yeah, I'm really mad. I can't find uh, that fantasy team though because it was like, you know, like Kobe and Jordan on different teams and who Allen Iverson and Magic Johnson were at point guards and just. Tracy McGrady and somebody else, and I don't know, dude. I just can't remember. It's really making me mad. Hmm. Also, I did go bowling the other day, and I saw this big, like, 23-year-old uh, bowling with, like, three. I- I've been to Copperfield twice now, and every time I go, there's, like, a ton of, like, hot high school chicks. So I guess bowling's cool now, or kind of. Or trend- the boat. It's trendy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, definitely missed the boat there, because I'm, like, going, and I'm, like, dude, I've got to get out of here, because, like, I don't want to check out high school chicks. I feel like a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. But, like... All of them are there at the bowling alley. You sure they're in high school? They have to be. Okay. Just because you can just tell. Okay. (laughs) Well, because the Copperfield is pretty involved in high school bowling, and so... Varsity. Yeah, no doubt. Freshman year. (laughs) Um, So... And they all got their butts hanging out of their shorts, and there was, like, this big, ugly dude bowling with, like, three of them. (laughs) And they're all hot, and he looks so stupid. And I literally, like, me and Nick, they're bowling next to us, so me and Nick are just like, Pfft. and at the same time, he goes, gay, and I go retarded. And we said it the same time. <laughs> at the exact same time, just because we're like, there's no way this dude's with. Oh, sorry, Nick said special, I said gay. Either way. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was so perfect. We both started dying laughing, too. Um... Too good. Oh, man. And then, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I had. Oh, and then the gym. So many hot chicks at the gym. Not a ton, but there's a few. And, like, me and Nick will be working out, and he'd be like, yeah, like, check out that chick, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, dude, like, nice. He's like, like, go talk to her. I'm like, what am I going to say? He goes, dude, just say whatever. I'd be like, well, she's doing bench press. Should I, like, offer her a spot because I'm way stronger than her? And (laughs) he's like, yeah, do that. Like, say that. Yeah, do that verbatim. Like, just say that out loud. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm stronger. You need a spot? Like, what's up? Oh, wow. Oh, wow, what a guy. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I think that's everything sports-related that I have.